Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. It is Friday. All day long. It's Friday, February 9th, 2024. So glad you are hanging out here bright and early. Get ready for celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, some Super Bowl ad previews that will get you for the upcoming big game, some bets on the Super Bowl that they're uh, doing as well, and running a marathon with a refrigerator on your back. Yeah, it happened. We'll get to that on Stranger Than Fiction. And the super, I'm sorry, the top Super Bowl snacks coming up. Martha Stewart, some details on her time in prison, and some new UFO sightings. All that, plus a whole lot more coming up today on the show, brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or call 479-253-1234. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays, here for Friday, February 9th, 2024. Kelsey May, country singer. She's 25 today. Michael B. Jordan, the star of Creed, and uh, he's also in Black Panther, several other things. He's 37 today. Rose Leslie, who plays Maya Rendell on The Good Fight, is 37. Tom Hiddleston, who is Loki in the MCU, 43 today. Zaya Zhang, she was in Memoirs of a Geisha, is 45 today. Charlie Day, who is Benny in the Lego movies, and Charlie on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, is 48 today. Country singer Travis Tritt is 61. Frankie Goes to Hollywood singer Holly Johnson is 64. Jim J. Bullock, Too Close for Comfort superstar, 69. Charles Shaughnessy, who played Mr. Sheffield on The Nanny, is 69. Judith Light from Who's the Boss, 75. Mia Farrow. 79. Joe Pesci is 81 today. It's National Pizza Day, and on this day in history, the House of Representatives decided the outcome of a presidential election because John Quincy Adams and Andrew Jackson both fell short on electoral votes. They elected Adams on this date in 1825. Let's hope it doesn't come to that again. In 1942... Unfortunately, Congress implemented daylight savings time to conserve fuel during World War II. It lasted three and a half years. It was another two decades after that before they brought it back. And for some reason, Congress, I believe it was the Senate who passed permanent daylight savings time, but the House has never done anything with it. So, I I mean, at least Congress could get something done if they would 
They would do that. They would at least make some people a little happy, I think. All right. Uh, the Beatles first appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show on this date in 1964. In 1981, Rock Around the Clock singer Bill Haley died of a heart attack at the age of 55. Magic Johnson came out of retirement to play in the NBA All-Star Game on this date in 1992. The Simpsons became the longest-running primetime animated series, beating the record previously held by the Flintstones. That happened on this date in 1997. In 1999, the Senate began closed-door deliberations in President Clinton's impeachment trial on this date in 1999. And a... Yeah, that's going to do it. That's a look at your celebrity birthdays of this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. Furbies were hot in 1999, and the FAA was concerned they could disrupt flight equipment. There were rumors that some airlines banned Furbies, but the FAA, they denied that. Okay. And then what else happened? It's basically one of those furry electronic robot toys. That's what a Furby is, by the way. They said, we did not recommend that Furbies should not be on the plane when the plane is below 10,000 feet. People with per- uh, people with Furbies on board were asked to remove their batteries. Huh. How weird. Anyway, that happened back in 1999, right? Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel met each other when they were 10, and they were both in the school play Alice in Wonderland. Simon and Garfunkel. They met at the age of 10 in the play Alice in Wonderland. That's pretty funny. Ketchup was originally made in England and the United States with mushrooms as the main ingredient, not tomatoes. That lasted until the early 1800s when tomato ketchup started getting more popular. Can you imagine that? Mushroom ketchup. We've never had a Native American president, but we have had a Native American vice president. Charles Curtis was Herbert Hoover's vice president, and he was a member of the Caw tribe. Caw tribe. And finally, in World War II, Japanese soldiers would taunt American soldiers during battles by yelling insults about Babe Ruth, like, who cares about Babe Ruth and other colorful language? Interesting. Psychological warfare with baseball. Those are your random facts, my friends. Good morning. All right, so everybody's gearing up for the big game this weekend. You know what I'm talking about? The Super Bowl. And, of course, everyone's looking for the ads, right? If you're not as interested in the game, you're watching the ads, and there's a few coming up that you want to check out. Apparently, Stone Cold Steve Austin gets a mullet to promote the new Kawasaki Ridge, which is like a you know an XTV. So he <laughs> he's there with a mullet. There's a bear with a mullet and an eagle with a mullet. Okay, so that's something you can look forward to. Uh, Denver Bronco fans, check this out. It's an ad for Bud Light where a Denver Bronco fan opens his fridge to a singing bottle of Bud Light and then is transported to the best night ever with Post Malone. Okay. Jenny Ortega goes out in search of uh, the new Doritos Dynamita. I don't know what that is. So that's uh, you can see that on Sunday for Doritos. Soccer star Lionel Messi shows off his skills on the beach 
while Jason Sudeikis sips on a Michelob Ultra and second guesses joining in. Okay. Vince Vaughn jokes that bet MGM is for everyone except Tom Brady because he's already won too much. Even Wayne Gretzky is allowed in, so that should be interesting. You got Tom Brady and Vince Vaughn, Wayne Gretzky in an ad. Miller Lite's running an interesting campaign, but they're not doing a TV ad. They're going to pay 1,000 people to wear Miller Lite shirts and go outside and run during commercial breaks. Yeah, apparently Rob Riggle, comedian, got painted up like a beer can to promote it. Yeah, so, anyway, uh, Oreo has one on how you make decisions, twisting the Oreo, which side gets the most cream filling. So those are some that you can look forward to on Sunday. No promises on whether or not they're going to be good, funny, or effective, but nonetheless, you've been warned. Good morning. So obviously the big game on Sunday, right? People bet a lot on events like this. People bet on all kind of things. Like who's going to win the coin toss? What color the Gatorade bath is going to be? Or whether or not Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift will kiss. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, here are some even crazier prop bets being offered by Bavada. Is the name of the company. There's a there's a 0.1% chance that aliens will invade Las Vegas leading up to the game, ending in a tie. People are actually betting on that. So you can make big money on that one if that happens. Uh, here's another one. The Chiefs win, and then Taylor accompanies the team to the White House where she endorses President Biden. There's clearly a campaign going on between the two of them. Uh, and then President Biden sniffs her hair. Bavada says there's a 2% chance of all that happening. The Chiefs winning, Taylor Swift going to the White House, where she will endorse Biden, and then he will sniff her hair. People are betting on that, a 2% chance, according to Bavada. Or how about this? The Chiefs win, and Travis and Taylor announce they're expecting a baby. Apparently, <laughs> What? There's a 4.8% chance of that happening. Um, Here's another one. How likely do you think it is that the Niners will be leading at the half? Then Usher, who is doing the halftime show, invites Taylor Swift on stage during the halftime show, and she performs Shake It Off, and the Chiefs come back to win the game. That is a very specific bet. Bavada says there is a 0.4% chance of that happening, so you can make a lot of money there. And then here's one that's not quite as strange, but still not very likely. Either quarterback catches one of his own passes. You know, throws it, it gets tipped up, they catch it. That's a 1.3% chance. So anyway, that's what people are betting on. The weirdest things out there. Hopefully, I mean, you know, you could put a dollar down on maybe them catching their own pass. Um, I don't know. This is what people do when they have more money than sense. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, in the UK, I guess you never know what you might see. A British man was training to run a marathon with a refrigerator strapped to his back. He was stopped by police and then let go. After he explained what he was doing, 
He was trying to raise money for Diabetes UK. The guy's name's Daniel Fairbrother. Here he is telling the story. My best friend, Sam Wilson, he's type 1 diabetic. Uh, I promised him last year that I would take on a pretty spectacular task in the hope to raise lots of money for Diabetes UK. Um, and yeah, that's that's the reason. My, you know, I, I sort of talked myself into it after a drunken night, I'm afraid. But when the police passed me, before I knew it, they had spun around, illuminated the streets with their blue lights and stopped, well, the whole traffic uh, and me to ask well, really, what on earth was going on? Um, I, I reassured them I could I could explain anything. Nothing untoward was happening. Wow. Talk about a rigorous training regimen. You have a refrigerator strapped to your back. Maybe maybe he could deliver refrigerators after the marathon if this, you know, if it doesn't work out, right? Wow. The things you see down the road in the middle of the UK, a refrigerator running down the road. That is stranger than fiction. Good morning. Well, no doubt one of the big things people look forward to on Super Bowl Sunday is the football fixins, the snacks, if you will. What are the top snacks out there? Well, let's see here. Apparently, according to Mashed.com, they have created a list of the top Super Bowl foods. Okay. All right, so they talk about uh, all these different veggie options, blah, blah, blah. Nachos comes in at 19. Queso at 18. I thought it would be higher. Guacamole at 17. Spinach artichoke dip at 16. Cheese and crackers at 15. Chili at 14. Sliders at 13. Pulled pork sandwiches at 12. Buffalo chicken dip at 11. Now we're talking seven-layer dip. At number 10, number 9 on the list of Super Bowl snacks is homemade Chex Mix. Number 8 is hot dogs. Hot dogs I've seen on a lot of lists. I don't think I've ever had a hot dog while watching the Super Bowl. Maybe this is the year. Uh, Number 7 is a bowl of random chips that will need constant refills. Number 6, cocktail meatballs. Yeah, little meatballs on uh, toothpicks or whatever. Pigs in a blanket, that's always popular. Number five on the list. Yeah, you got hot dogs and pigs in a blanket, you know. Then there's jalapeno poppers, they say, at number four. And the best Super Bowl snacks. Number three is pizza. Number two is potato skins. Yeah, that's a good one. And what do you think number one is? You know what number one is. Chicken wings. Chicken wings, the number one Super Bowl snack. How many of these are you going to have at your Super Bowl gathering I think you got to have wings. You're going to have tons of dips. I wouldn't have pizza. Maybe I'll grill some hot dogs this year. I don't know. This this is a chili cheese dog, by the way. Yeah, you're already making the chili. You might as well get the hot dogs. Go for it. Buffalo chicken dip. Now that, I want that. I do. Anyway, who cares about the game? It's all about the food. Good morning. So you remember Martha Stewart. Yes, she is, you know, the homemaker lady, you know, cooks all the time and blah, blah, blah. And she went to prison because of insider trading. Well, apparently, Martha Stewart's former inmates are now talking. And they say that Martha baked treats using ingredients she had most likely smuggled out of the cafeteria in prison. This is a clip from the new miniseries, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, with former inmate Meg Phipps, talking about what Martha did. I received a note from 
Martha. She suggested that we meet. She also sent that note with a baked apple. It meant she had already tackled the idea of cooking in your dorm or cottage by using the microwave and what resources that you could find because the baked apple had caramel on it and probably some cinnamon. I suspect some of this may have come from the cafeteria, which we're not supposed to do. Wow, so Martha Stewart was breaking the rules inside of prison. Did you notice she said our cottage, not our cell? So yes, it was a bit of a country club prison experience where Martha Stewart apparently broke the rules. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday to you. Today's show is brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan Attorneys at Law. And the emergency room can be an interesting place if you've ever had the unfortunate reason for having to go there, especially at night or on a weekend. Someone on Reddit asked doctors to name the weirdest things that they've seen patients bring with them to the ER. Let me tell you, uh, my mom has worked in nursing for a number of years, and there are some very strange things in general that happen inside of an ER. Some of the craziest things. But these are just a few crazy things that people brought with them to the ER. One on the list is lots of animals. People have brought their turtle, a rabbit, a helper monkey, a flying squirrel, an emotional support duck, and a live chicken because they didn't want to leave it in the hot car. Someone brought a half-eaten raw chicken into the ER because the guy wanted the ER to test it to see if it was raw. Apparently he had eaten half of it, wasn't feeling so good, and just thought they would test it for him. Uh, Someone once brought their own thermometer into the ER so they could double-check the nurse's work. (laughs) Trust but verify. Uh, Someone brought a suitcase full of French toast with them into the ER once. No butter or syrup, just French toast. The doctor said it looked dry, but it smelled great. A suitcase full of French toast. Now, not everyone is well that has to visit the ER. A half-eaten can of beans a patient brought because they were still hungry. They wanted to finish them while they waited. You know, you could, you know, wait in the ER for some time, so you got to have sustenance. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Wow, a guy brought in a meat grinder his hand was stuck inside of it not good Uh, an inebriated man laid down in the ER and an entire onion fell out of his pocket okay these are the crazy things that doctors have revealed about people bringing with them to an emergency room Uh, someone brought Christmas lights so they could hang them above their hospital bed a guy brought in the snake that bit him And the snake was still alive. And those are just a few of the items on Reddit if you want to see the complete list. But uh, the emergency room is quite the place to see some crazy things. Good morning. Well, as time goes on, we hear more and more about pilots seeing lights, triangles, orbs, things like that. UFOs, if you will, or UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. And a couple weeks ago, multiple pilots in Canada described seeing fast-moving bright lights forming triangles all in the exact same airspace. Here are a few of the pilots calling in and describing what they're seeing. Lots of active uh, bright lights, information, three, 
and they look like they're at like five zero zero or something, just trying to figure it out. One golf victor, uh, this is a strange question, but are you seeing any uh, flashing lights ahead? See something flashing lights uh, running left thirty, sorry uh, six hundred. Yeah, forming triangles, then flying away and coming back. I haven't seen them tonight, but uh, we've been seeing those lights for probably the last uh, eighteen months or so. Just just for your information, if you wanted to add that. Ooh, a little bit creepy. What is happening in our skies, my friends? Bright lights forming triangles all in the same airspace in Canada and have been happening for some time, according to that last pilot. Are we alone in the universe or not? Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.